0: Adventures and welcome to the audio armory, an exploration of weaponry through the ages. I am your local bard, Emily Cardamus, and I'm your local blacksmith, Liz Belts. Hey, Liz, hey, me, what do you know about video games?
1: What Vigrio games? Oh, bigio rames, voodoo vams. I'm out of those. Well, there's a lot, there's (laughs) a lot
0: of them coming out, so you can get the new fresh ones this year, the new sweet fresh. Video jams. Can I can I get a Sanic video You can. You can get two of them.
1: <gasps> Is one the old school voodooms and the yeah. one a crazy weird hellscape?
0: Your wishes have been granted. You can get both of those things <laughs> this year at the Electronic EA Sports. <laughs> <laughs> EA um, Sports in the game, it's in the it's in the shorts, um, <laughs> but that's not what we're talking about today. We're not talking about video games, uh, even though it's everything that's 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 all that Twitter's talking about, and that's all that I'm talking about on Twitter, uh, and in real life to the people who don't want to hear me talk about them, but I do, and then they're just like, okay, Emily, that's cool. And then they like walk away from me and I'm just standing there and I'm like, wait, but do you want to hear about how press conferences have changed and how it's weird, like totally weird and different now? But they don't, they, they just keep walking. Um, instead, Liz, no, we are talking as always about the crotch. It sounded like you said crotch. <laughs> We're not talking about the crunch or the crotch or the crunch. We're talking about weapons, historical ones.
1: To be more specific, the Ottoman ones, not Ottoman the Ottoman Empire,
0: Man,
1: which would be well, would it be cute or would it be terrifying?
0: Mega Man's brother, Otterman, <laughs> is that coming out too? It is. It is good. It's coming out on Sega CD. It's oh an It's an FMV game. <laughs> but tell me, tell me about, tell me about the swords.
1: <laughs> Let me tell you about them swords. How about first, how about first, before we get into them swords, we kind of go over what an Ottoman Empire is, because most oh, of you yeah, probably... Oh, know, an Ottoman,
0: it's the thing that you put your feet on at the end of a chair. Yeah,
1: so it's the, it's an empire of a bunch of footstools, basically, known yeah. as the Ottomans. And, uh... Long, long they... time ago. What? A long, long time ago. Oh, yeah. Long, long time. In a, in a, in a living I, room far, far in away. In an Ikea far, far away. <laughs> yes during during uh actually it's uh an ikea in the in europe and middle east uh, during the 15th and 17th centuries so uh i mean ikeas have been around for a very long time the swedes were ahead of their time yes and also you know more east right but i mean they migrate they have to migrate
0: to where to where ever for the ottomans (laughs) where wherever an ikea is needed
1: Sweden is, is there. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Sweden. <laughs> During this these dark times of the Ottoman Empire, um, when no other footstool could exist, mm-hmm. uh, three swords were developed: uh, the kilij, the Shamshir, and the yatagan. Which I'm going to be very good at pronouncing things because I've literally put next to every word how to nice. actually pronounce it. So Frenetic I'm on my game now. I'll still find a way to mess it up but the killlles literally means sword because awesome. I mean why should anybody be creative about a sharp thing that's a sword um. <laughs>
0: well I mean you know sometimes it's it's like science it's like scientists name things really obviously they're like, oh hey, this animal is. Uh, blue and green, let's call it the blue and green animal or whatever like that's the bad example, but uh, like, a, like a
1: like a blue footed booby
0: exactly it's a it's a bird that has blue feet, perfect, we got just... it. we got it in one guys. let's go home <laughs> done. what's that thing?
1: What's that sharp pointy thing that looks like a sword? Oh, it's a sword, oh sweet, <laughs> hey, I know what that is, but this killlles uh was influenced by mongolians um and the different uh areas throughout eurasia but this blade specifically has a curve to it like many others um and has something called a yelmen point so there's a lot Uh. of men involved with the ottomans i don't know what a yelmen is exactly to the Uh. ottomans
0: yell Yell, I'm yelling.
1: I thought I heard you yelling off in the distance. I was like, (laughs) Emily, no, come back. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) But this point actually wouldn't be running away and like talking from a very far distance. Mm -hmm. Um, It's actually a flared double-edged point which um, had slashing in mind. So we're going to have a lot of good stories about slashing later all over the Ottomans. This is... And this is how um, we now have the bright red Ottomans is just the blood of their enemies. Oh, cool. All over. It's, it's a nice color, but I mean, it doesn't, it didn't last back then. They actually chose to go to dyes after that. Averaging a, just under three feet in length, uh, the kilij has a horn-shaped grip typically made from jade or riveted wood. The crossguard also has cool. a neat feature known as a langet, which the term might sound familiar, Uh,
0: Hey, I talked about it in, I talked about a langet in the Master Sword episode. Yes.
1: And we also went over it uh, during the halberd episodes. Oh, yeah. And as a refresher for at least the halberds, uh, this, the langets were actually two thin pieces of steel that came off of the spear, uh, the spearhead, I should say, and sandwiched into the wooden shaft. Uh, but this linget isn't exactly the same. Uh, the concept is very similar, but it has a different purpose. For the killiege, it's actually just a short little piece that goes down the center of the blade and acts as a lock when it slides into the scabbard so it doesn't accidentally become unsheathed. And you just, like, say you're trying to be a sneaky person, ninja dude, mm-hmm. and you're climbing up a wall, and your sword is attached to your hip, but... Oops, you slipped a little bit, but don't worry, you caught yourself. Oh, wait, there goes your sword. Goodbye. Oh, no. You and need that's that. How the, and that's how the yellman was involved.
0: Yeah, you because you would yell after your sword after it careened down the cliff.
1: <laughs> oh, no. Clunk. Or quite possibly, oh god! Yeah, you said,
0: st- <laughs> like, it hits the person underneath you. Maybe, Sorry, maybe they're Steve. really good, though, and they catch it. And then it's like, oh, sweet, you didn't lose your sword after all, and that person didn't get impaled. Best
1: ending. Dang. Credits Congratulations, roll. you've unlocked the good ending. Yeah. <laughs> now, for uh, one of the other weapons we have, uh, it was in f- a Persian sword known as the Shamshir.
0: I was going to say, I felt like we talked about the Shamshir to some extent already.
1: Yes, uh, this harkens back to when we discussed Russia. So um, this also had the blanket, uh, safety feature, and was heavily was a big influence for the Napoleonic Wars. So the French ended up adopting this, and then the Russians adopted the French thing. So it all roots down to this weapon in particular, oh, okay. um, as well as the. Last weapon we'll go over, but it's primarily the Shamshir. Averaging about three feet long, these swords were made by what is widely accepted as some of the best swords masters in history. Their tempering, sharpness, and technique of Koftgari, which is the gold inlaid into steel, was and still is actually one of the most impressive groups when it came to building long-lasting and exquisite blades. Um, It held a lot more of a dramatic curve, and tapered slightly, actually, before flaring out again into the Yelman point. Hmm. Uh, on the cross guard, the finials, which are the little pieces that kind of flare out of the sides, so it's like the cross guard bit actually yeah, yeah. Um, swell into little ball-like things, or it would even curve into themselves to make like this spiral wave sort of feature, just like an extra little decorative thing.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. And much like the killies, uh the Shamshir scabbards have uh, two, they have two rings attached to them, which acted as how, is basically the attachment to the hip. So you have a scarf or some piece of fabric woven in between both uh, both loops and then tied around your waist.
0: You would say that they liked it so much, they put two rings on it.
1: as I just I become the the yellman in the distance
0: (laughs) the quietest Beyonce
1: (laughs) the quietest (laughs) quietest. lastly we have the Yatagan this sword um, again it was an influence for the in the Napoleonic Wars with the French, mm-hmm. with the Russians, as it evolves throughout the ages, um, this sword has a forward curving blade. So, that means uh, this sing- the one single sharpened edge was on the inside of the curve, on, like, oh. the outside. That's weird. So, it was weird. It, like, caved in on itself. I feel like that would be very inefficient. Yeah. I mean, thinking the same too, but... I don't know. I mean, logically speaking, I don't have any experience with blades that do that. Right. but Maybe It's because
0: they realized it was really bad and inefficient.
1: Yeah, which is why <laughs> there's not many of them. Yeah. I mean, that's the only reason why I was just like, oh, well, if it's not popular, of course it didn't work well. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. But I think what kind of helped this blade out was... It had a similar look to the Greek copus blade, which I believe we... Ha- no, we didn't go over the copus blade. We went over... Like We went over the gladius. We went over the gladius. That's correct. Yes. Um, but the copus blade, it has um, basically this weird bulbous, tear-like drop shape at the point. The Yadagon didn't have that drastic of a shape. Mm-hmm. Um, the concept is still the same. Uh, it kind of balled out just enough, I think, to give it the momentum it needed during a swing. Even w- though was it was it like, curved.
0: Sort of like yep. a counterweight? Like, basically, you would put this weird... you'd shape this blade to have this tip on the end, because it would help you with your, like, follow-through? Like, basically. okay,
1: Yeah, and that was, I, that's the general concept for all blades that have that kind of shape. Mm-hmm. Though, the curve is normally, and the other direction. Right, right. Because that makes sense. But hey, who am I to tell the Ottomans that they're wrong? They keep my feet up at night. It's um, true. They're
0: also dead. Well, no, they're not dead. They've just like, you know, split off into a bunch of other countries. Uh, world history. You guys can look it up. Yeah. Um, this... But the Ottoman Empire exists no more. It is
1: the poof. Um, but this blade... Though seemingly impractical, would have most likely been used as a hacking and slashing weapon, uh, mm-hmm. giving it really devastating blows to anybody in its way. Uh, we're talking limbs.
0: It's almost like a sickle, you know, like the yeah, fact that the sharpened the sharpened is on the inside of the curve. Yeah, like only you know, it, an arms except limb. not as severely, you know, curved in. And also not for cutting grass, it's for cutting people.
1: Ooh. Maybe it was maybe it was like an, an initially supposed to be like a razor, so like to get that nice clean shave, but then somebody sneezed and accidentally just you know, cropped off someone's like part of somebody's face and like, Oh god, well hey, now we know it can be used as this <laughs> I guess. <laughs> because that's a very roundabout way
0: because you think by then they just know that hey we can use sharpened things to stab people or slash people i don't think you would need like a shaving incident to prove that
1: no just just for a new style okay okay it, fair. Th- somebody was just like trying to get a nice close shave and they're like ah mm. uh, yes this contours to my face perfectly oh god and then they and, died yeah Because they accidentally nicked that one mole and they just, it wouldn't stop bleeding and they just died. Well,
0: why did you shave your face with a three foot blade? Is my my question. Because it's edgy. (laughs) Get it? Edge? It's edgy? It's the edge of a blade? What have I become? (laughs) Yeah. You did
1: this. (laughs) No. I don't want to do this. No. Though these weapons were without cross guards, another stupid design um they had narrow but slightly raised right angle triangle ornamentation um and it started at the blade's base and kind of went along the spine but not too far up maybe a couple inches or so Uh, these triangles were heavily decorated normally gold gold inlay or silver inlay um these swords had repeating patterns that actually carried over into the scabbards, so it looked like it was just a blended one piece, and was extremely common for a design feature. The swords, in particular, would have been carried by uh, Turkish blah, carried by Turkish gen, hmm jan janizeres by Turkish people, um. Which was their infantry, while cavalry tended to have the kilij which was easier to control by horseback. Mm-hmm. And much like the sham- shamsheer, which I had explained previously, this was um, this sword um, evolved from uh, the French cavalry sword to the Russian cavalry sword, the cossack, which goes back a couple episodes. So yeah. if you haven't listened about the cossack yet. Go back to... listen
0: to that one.
1: Yeah. That's all I got for this episode.
0: That was a smooth ending. I'm glad you transitioned it well.
1: Look. I try.
0: Do you have a blacksmith's tip of the week?
1: I do. I do. Go for it. So, please for the love of God. I mean, it's a bad idea, but you don't realize how bad of a idea it is until... You're dumb and do it. Mm -hmm. Do not spar indoors.
0: Oh, Jesus Christ.
1: Don't spar indoors. Don't especially do not spar in a studio space where there is stuff everywhere. Because Mm -hmm. um, I sparred with my mentor briefly because we were Mm -hmm. bored as bleep. um, And uh, at some point I ended up bashing my head off the door because I was I had slid on a file that was on the floor and splits followed by a split to the noggin and uh i didn't realize actually that i had done that to my head until colossal con actually when i wore a wig and it was right on the spot in which i bashed my head open
0: so you heard it here folks
1: Don't spar
0: indoors. Also, water is wet and the Pope is Catholic. (laughs)
1: Look! It was a good idea. I'm judging you.
0: I'm judging you. Judging you super hard
1: right now. I mean, it's completely
0: in character for you, but I'm still judging you really hard (laughs) about it. I know.
1: Coming from a person who sparred a lot growing up, I mean, I've sustained so many injuries due to that because of stupid things. You're an absolute nerd. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: and on that note, thank you for listening to the Audio Armory. Uh, we appreciate it every week, but especially this week. I don't know why. I just feel like it. You're special um, this week. Yeah. We'd like to thank Samantha Hogan for providing our intro and outro music. You can find her work at uh, samanthahogan.com and you can find her on twitter at shogan underscore composer you can find us on twitter we are at audio armory Cast, and you can send us an email with questions, concerns, uh, topic suggestions uh, to audioarmorycast at gmail.com or you can just tweet at us uh, you can find us personally on twitter, I am at corrupted gem, Liz is at Liz belt, that's Liz with two z's and thanks for telling someone about the show. If if you've done that. If you haven't, maybe you should tell someone about the show. And then we'll thank you for telling someone about the show. Uh, because we don't advertise the show. Word of mouth is the only way people know about us. And we appreciate it because we just do this for funsies. And, and because it's, like, cool. It's a cool, fun thing that we get to do. And it's cool to see people listen to the show. And be cool.
1: And yeah, fun. you're cool.
0: You're um... I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. Well, until next time, I have been and always will be your illustrious bard, Emily Cardamus.
1: And I will forever and always be your local blacksmith, Liz Belts. And don't throw rocks at birds. Don't throw rocks at birds.
0: It's really hot out there. Don't throw rocks at birds. Don't be outside. Just go inside. (laughs) Just
1: don't be outside. Go inside. Get yourself a drink if you're of age. And put a... Just put a plate outside and then you'll have a rotisserie chicken for dinner later. Yeah.
0: Because it's that hot out. Yeah.